Welcome everybody to Soul Inspired Reflections. Ascension, a humble awakening of the heart with me, your host, Gina Libido. The soul can take on many expressions that bring you into harmony and resonance with your higher self. Feel an aura of love that will envelope you and infuse your being. You'll find that even the chaos of your world makes sense and has meaning and purpose. Your dreams are so powerful, and as you become more sensitive to them, you can learn how to identify new energies and how they are communicating with you. In body, in power, in soul. Activate the spirit within you in this conversation of power, faith, grace, love, and forgiveness. Make a choice, be inspired, and take action. Soul Inspired Reflections starts now. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. We have a great, great show. And what I love about this is I was taking a look at what Gina has put together. And for those of you out there, you just heard her voice. And one of the things I love that I get to uh, hang out and, and really step into the energy of something very powerful and also very needed, very needed. You know, for those of you that know who Gina is, what I'm about to say, you're going to be like, oh, of course, that's her. That's who she is. You know, and, and what I mean by that is when you are somebody that has been soul inspired, then what happens is you're that person that has to pass that knowledge forward. And so when you're soul inspired, you also have this idea of soul inspired reflections. You have this idea of your life. And, you know, for Gina, stepping out and knowing that she works with body, mind, soul, spirit, she does body work, she's a coach, she does workshops, an advanced crystal healer, self-mastery, certified body worker. But more than that, if you, I could go on with all the things she has learned and all the places she has studied, including Diamond Light School of Massage Healing Arts. But here's the thing I want you to know. Self-mastery without knowledge transfer is an energy that stays stuck. And what she's doing is she's stepping out into the world and she's helping us all realize that every soul has a unique sound and purpose. And it's waiting for us to be discovered. Today's episode in particular, when I think about what we're doing, here's the question. Are you living? Or are you just surviving? Gina, right? Yes. Who Good wants morning. to answer that question? <laughs> it's a big question. It really is. And yeah. uh, as I sat to prepare for this segment, that's just what came through. And I do my best not to block what comes through or second guess it. And it just felt right. And it's a very, uh, I think, challenging question to answer, let alone recognize when you are living in a way that's more survival mode versus actually living and enjoying life and expanding and growing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what I love about this is, you know, in the conversation, and this is what you're going to be talking about, is in the conversation, you know, there is a way for many of us to understand what it means to face challenges in life. If we can only wrap our minds and our hearts around the fact that sometimes we get these challenges that show up, that lead us on a pathway we wouldn't have gone without them only to shortcut 
our journey to where we really want to go. But if we can't realize all of that, then where we go is what? What does the body do? If we can't, if we can't wrap our minds around trusting the universe in that way, there's an automatic response, isn't it? Tell us about what the body does. Yeah. Well, the body, we're designed to survive and move away from danger or recognize it, right? So when we're perceiving danger coming at us, our body will naturally go into what we know as fight, flight, and freeze. And what happens in the brain, like the amygdala amygdala gets signaled because it's our fear perception or perception of fear. And then that goes through the hypothalamus, which triggers our autonomic nervous system. And so we have the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous systems that can get activated. So the sympathetic is the one that drives our fight and flight. And the parasympathetic will drive our freeze mechanism. So one of those two systems will dominate, right? So I don't know about you, but I know how I respond to, it's also like a stress piece, right? <laughs> there are times when I freeze and be like, oh my God, I, I can't move. So no actions yeah. being taken. I'm stuck in that parasympathetic. Then there are other times when I fight or I'm getting ready to like defend or look for exits, right? So what also happens, our hormones get triggered. Um, people refer to them as our stress hormones, our cortisol adrenaline gets dumped into our system and then our body goes into like this hyper focus right our ears get hyper focused on sounds around us our heart rate increases to get more blood flow and oxygen to the body the body in case we have to fight or flee you know the adrenaline supports our pain pain perception so we're not going to feel pain if we get into uh, altercation right right and and as well with the blood and the heart rate it um, prepares us in case we have injury for blood clotting, right? So all these things that are really innate and this is how we're designed happen and probably so much more, right? Our eyes dilate, our skin can become sweaty and cold. Some people can actually lose or eliminate, right? Through their, you, you know, urine or defecate because they're releasing to go be um, what they don't need. So they can survive at the time. But one of the things I love about this is that what when we're talking about them, we can be acutely aware of when we're getting ready to do it. I want to give you an example because I want to talk to this because there are things that we do where we don't realize we're doing them and we don't mm -hmm. realize they fit into the categories that you just mentioned. And let's mm -hmm. let's have a couple of examples. Um, can't can't break the habit coming home from work and turning that TV on, hello, can't break that habit. You know, you got your stair stepper in the other room. It just got yeah. got to just that, that, oh, I got to relax, right? And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that if we're not aware of what we're doing and why we're doing it, then that idea of being stuck in, what do you call it? That shock pattern is yeah. very, very difficult to undo because now we're creating a flight pattern mm -hmm. and don't you think too also this idea of fight flight and freeze 
you know, we know it. We know when we are immobile, but we just don't know what to call it. And if we don't know what to call it, how do we know what to do with it, Gina? That's a really great question. If we don't know what to call it and we don't know what to do with it. I think one of the biggest pieces you mentioned is that awareness of what we're doing, right? Many people probably refer now to it. Like if I come home, put on the TV, you know, I used to be in a first responder field, as you know, in law yeah. enforcement, there's constant stress, constant, whether you're in the office or out in the field, it doesn't matter your role. It's constant stress. Um, some people may refer to escapism, right? The TV is a way to escape and numb out, right? In certain types of fields like this, or even emergency rooms, things, people turn to drinking. Yeah. Uh, they turn to extramarital affairs. Eating. Uh, eating. I, I am a big emotional eater, but I've, sorry, I've listened to the dogs. Hopefully I don't get no, too I don't, don't crazy worry. today. They, they're just chiming in and say, we are too. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he looked up and he actually is chewing his little bully stick and he's like, Rrr. so yeah, <laughs> emotional eating, right. And soothing, right. It feels comfort. Like I know for me, I go to my comfort foods. It could be the sugar. It could be the, you know, um, cheeseburgers, the potato, like heavier foods. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's not resolving the issue that I'm running away from. Right. Yeah. Or even if I just had a tough day. Right. Yeah. And there, and so for me, it's becoming aware, like, okay, that's my response to stress is that I will emotionally eat thinking like, Oh, I'm going to give myself a treat. If I'm doing that every single day. Yeah. I have to be pay attention. What is driving that choice? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Because let's get to let's get to really how this is related. Because one of the things you talk about so beautifully is this is a cycle. And the cycle that we're talking about here, and the question, all of you, I, I wonder you out there, give us a call, 1-800-930-2819. I, I would like to hear from you. I mean. Do you feel like you're, what do you feel like it? Do you feel like you're just going through the motions of surviving or are you living? Are you living life? Now, the other part of this Gina talks about is surviving and thriving. But I will say that there are midpoints along that continuum. But you know, when you're just surviving, you can feel it. You can feel the energy. Um, can you talk about how our past programming you know, affects whether we're in the living or the survival mode? Well, that's a great question. Our past programming affects being in our living versus surviving, right? Like, so all of us come from a family of some kind, right? Yeah, we're boy. born into a family or you're adopted into one. It could look different for everybody. However, you develop your tribe, right? And that programming starts even before you're born, which people don't recognize often. And, you know, and um, we are cellular beings, right? So our body, our being is being programmed from the very beginning. So whatever your parents are going through, yeah. your, your father and your mother or whoever's around the development of that yeah. child yeah, boy. is impacting the imprinting. So your conversations about money, if, if the people are going or under high stress or anxiety or it's preparing that being for their external world, right? So it's recognizing we go through multiple stages in between worlds, into the human body, in from the womb, 
into the physical world on the planet the way we know it. And we're being prepared to operate in that way. So now as a child outside of the womb, that whole other programming starts, right? We can, I just um, listened to or read a blog um, by Peggy Wilms. She talked about money. Yeah. Right. All the programming that went along with her perceptions about money and saving and, and it can look and take on different forms and it happens so subtly, but that goes with us through our adulthood until we recognize I got to change my relationship, relationship to money and where we're at today with what we're talking about focuses on the sacral chakra too. And our lower chakra is primarily this conversation is in and money is one of those. It's our power. It it, it represents power, right? Our sacral chakra is also very emotional and and it's about our relationships, right? So that's an example of a patterning. Like if I have parents that are constantly worried and living in lack, even though they have resources, but the energetic imprint verbally, the thoughts that's being programmed in me that I don't have enough. I can't spend money. I have to wait for payday is, is how her article went, right? Oh, it's not payday yet. We have to wait. So it's a huge awakening. Mm -hmm. Right. Her, right. And her article is amazing. You, you and I both know Peggy. I've worked with Peggy for a while. And, you know, one of the things that I want to talk about when we come back from break is this idea. And, you know, I want to say this to all y'all out there that are entrepreneurs, and I, I'm not going to say it's just women, but I, but I work primarily with women. I want to say this, what we're about to talk about, and especially because Gina, you brought up money, mm-hmm. uh, what we're about to talk about when we come back is how you get shaken out of your comfort zone. And what Gina's going to do is she's going to talk about what this means. Because the ultimate goal here is to really rise up. This is what Gina helps mm-hmm. people with, you know, this place of ascension. But if you're in a comfort zone and it might be comfortable, but you know on the inside it's really not. You know that temporarily it feels comfortable, but it's really not. When we come back from break, shaking it up, shaking it up. That stepmom was so good at the shake and bake of you getting out of your comfort zone. Oh, when we come back, are you still playing the pandemic symphony? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with Gina Livia. Tune into the Life Strategy Show with your life strategy mentor, Lolita Smith, and say yes to bringing prosperity and success to your future right here and right now. Life is a picture of your mind, and Lolita is here to help you imagine it. Say goodbye to the strings of the past that have been holding you back for far too long. Rise up with Lolita and say yes to the solutions, prosperity, and unlimited possibility. Visit LifeStrategyMentor.com. That's LifeStrategyMentor.com. Boy, does this feel like good times today. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I love it. This is a show that's going to invite all of you to open up your heart. Because it's about dreams coming true. There's a road we get to take as we craft out and we lay a course that's in service of so many others. Sometimes the universe, God, whatever you believe in, have you ever wondered why, but better than why, or how the universe knows how to line things up in a way that gets you ready for the most expansive part of who you're going to become? This is the time to change in gratitude. 
reading with love opens up more expansive possibilities than you can imagine. Crust busting your way to an awesome life. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion with me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Do you find that your world is filled with chaos that's always trying to bring you down? What if I told you that your goal should not be to get rid of that chaos, but to harness it and become your higher self with it? I'm Gina Libido, your transformational coach, and I'm here to guide you on your ascension journey and soul awakening. Learn to anchor cosmic Christ light during my one-on-one and group sessions. To find out more, go to soulinspired.org. That's soul-inspired.org. And be in body, in power, and in soul. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Patasek, the fourth Tuesday each month at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the golden age that provides truth and answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you monthly on TransformationTalkRadio.com on Knowledge Book Radio. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.com. Net. Yeah, boy, say it, say it. Come on, say it. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to do this fabulous show with the host of the show, Soul Inspired Reflections with Gina Libido, Ascension, a humble awakening of the heart. Today, we're taking on the question, are you living or surviving? I bet, you know, part of that question is, do we even know the difference? That's what's, that's actually what we're talking about today. We're going to get ready to talk about what is shaken. Shaking you out of your comfort zone looks like. But before we do with that, Gina, what is the best way for people to connect with you, work with you, or find out more about you? Yeah, thank you. The best way to get a hold of me is go to my website at soulinspiredreflections.com. You can go ahead and contact me directly through an email. And you can also sign up and subscribe to stay informed on any latest blogs or workshops that I may have coming up. And you'll also receive in that when you subscribe, you'll receive a free teaching and chakra meditation clearing with that. So let's just talk about this idea of shaken and what this means, shaken. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you ask 10 people, they would have their own personal experiences and way to describe it. But I know in my life, for me to move forward in the way that my soul has really wanted me to move forward, Mm-hmm. It, it has come kicking and screaming. I had to have blunt, major, un- unpredictable shaking up in my life. And that's, I find that for me, it's because I, I'm taking longer than my soul really wanted me to take. And so there's a point, I think, by which you get an opportunity <laughs> to change it up. And I think that opportunity that we talk about to change it up is what you're going to take us through today. You know, isn't being shaken up out of your comfort zone, isn't that a requirement of ascension? Shake, yeah, being shaken up out of your comfort zone and getting comfortable in the unknown. Yes. Yeah. Because what happens when, I, when any of us get comfortable in the day-to-day, 
then we begin to just go through the motions and have it creates a false sense of security, a false sense of safety, right? And so in current events, right? Even, even backtracking a little bit, all, many of us have, were accustomed, a whole nother generation that we're gonna work, we're gonna put into pensions, we're gonna retire happy, right? Yeah. And then, and now there's that whole piece with this world being shooken up in the way that it's been through the pandemic is one way. Um, people leaving their jobs abruptly, can't go into work, the, even the workforce and corporations realizing, oh wait, people, we can't control them anymore. They know and have a taste of what it is to work from home, work in a different structure. People were reminded about their values, right? So many parents I came across on my walks during that, the initial shelter in place. Um, they're like, God, I forgot that I, I love spending time with my kids. Right. And that I forgot how much time and energy it took to take them from one event to the other. Yeah. And they go, go, go on top of their own stuff. And they realized, gosh, we were having dinner at the table. We're having dinner at the table. And then even for myself and other colleagues at the time, it's like, wow, we got to decompress and just be in the office part of the time, depending on our role yeah. and be home part of the time, like these hybrid models started, right? So when we get shaken out of your comfort zone, out of our normal day-to-day, -day, we realize like, oh, there's a different way to live. Yeah. There's a new perspective, right? And for all of, like you're talking about your soul, right? You were talking about my soul can continue going this way. And I know for me, when I start to listen to my body, and this is how important it is for all of us to learn to listen to our body, because people had a chance to start listening to their bodies because yeah. they were home and had to spend time with themselves. A lot of people crying, things like that. Like when I was on my way to work, the stress was so high and different things were occurring. I'm getting those heart palpations. And that's when I knew I was done. Yeah. I knew for a while, like, okay, I got to leave this field. But when my body was like, no, we're shutting down. I, I was put in a position I got, I have to listen now. Like it was no more ignoring that intuition of the body, the wisdom of it. You know, I love what we're talking about because I want you to really address this thing, because this is what I know you're, you are, you know, premier body worker, but one of the things that we leave out of the equation is the brain. And I want to talk mm -hmm. about this for a minute, because part of what you, you discuss is ascension and activation. Yeah. And a lot of times we think, or we are under the impression when we're talking about ascension and activation, it's only one part of the brain, but Let's talk about what you mean by activation of both sides of the brain and why is that important? Oh, yeah. So why is that important? Because we are collectively, when the soul is ready, are balancing our masculine and feminine energies within our energetic system. And when I refer to our energetic system, primarily right now, I'm referring to our chakra system, but we do have energetic fields around us. Um, but specifically with our masculine and feminine energies, those are also depicted within the hemispheres of the brain. So our, 
right side is feminine. Our left hemisphere is logical. That's more masculine energy. While we need both with this heart opening and heart activation that it's occurring, it's extremely creative. And so we're activating that side of the brain to come into harmony. We're coming back into balance with those masculine and feminine energies so that we're no longer dominated in this old patriarch way. Yeah. So it, it, it connects all these pieces together. And so when someone's becoming more creative, I can only speak to my experience with how it shows up for me. This is one of them. This is one of them being stepping way out of my comfort zone. I'll, I'm going to create a radio show and talk about this stuff. Right. What does that trigger me? Fear, right? It does fear, but then it's also something new. It can come across as anxiety, but as well as excitement, right? So it's learning the difference. Like, even though these things within our body, it's getting activated, which way I have a choice on how I want to show up in it. That's do right. I want to be nervous about the show or do I want to step further into the excitement of it and recognize once, once the camera's rolling, it all just flows. Yeah. It all I mean, just flows. isn't that the trick though? And you know, it really gets to something I want to talk to you about when we come back from break, because you know, this is an integral part, I think of, of the message of our time right now. Yeah. And that is, you know, what do we learn about trust? What do we learn about our relationship to trust? And also, what do we learn from our body? You know, when our body is telling us something, you know, are we going to do that thing where instead of looking at facing it, living it, mm. are we going to do what Gina talked about earlier? Are we going to fight? Are we going to fight? Are we going to freeze? What are we going to do? Now, this is not to be confused, fight, flight, or freeze, please. This is not to be mm -mm. confused with being passionate about something in your life and taking action on it. That's not what we mean when we talk about fight. There's something different in that, a different energy. And sometimes these three things are not that bad. Sometimes you do have to hit the pause button. But today's show with Gina is, do you know when you're doing it? Are you doing it consciously? Do you know mm -hmm. why you're doing it? Or have you developed a pattern that's just going to keep you in a place where you think you're safe, but things are just not moving? When we come back, Gina's going to walk us through what the Earth School, the Earth School of Duality and Polarity is all about. Duality and Polarity. It is a multi-billion dollar business to have conversations about this. But today, do you know which you're experiencing and is there anything you should know to do about it? We're going to take a short break. When we come back, more with Gina Libido. If you want to find out more about her, go to soulinspiredreflections.com. There's a lot of information there. Connect with her on Instagram, Facebook. Um, and if you have a question for her today, if you're in one of those modes, like you don't know, I may be in it, I may not. 1-800-930-2819. Give us a shout. Hey, Benny, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you ready to experience full body system wellness? Tune in to the Empower Me Show with Pam Bright, a spiritual toolbox for your life. Embrace the fullness of who you are as a spiritual being having a human experience. Pam Bright is a multidimensional healer, light language channel, energy intuitive, and spiritual transformation coach. 
Join her for a rich conversation about how to unlock all your spiritual gifts on Transformation Talk Radio. In body, in power, in soul. Activate the spirit within you in deep conversations of power, faith, grace, love, and forgiveness. On Soul Inspired Reflections, Ascension, a humble awakening of the heart. Join me, your host, Gina Libido, every second Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific of TransformationTalkRadio.com. And find that even the chaos of your world makes sense and has meaning and purpose. Make a choice, be inspired, take action. For more information, go to soulinspired.org. That's soul-inspired.org. It is time to get inspired to take action in your life. Tune in to Emotional Elevation with me, Susan Denae. We are identifying, understanding, and treating our crazy one episode at a time. We all have crazy in our lives. The thing that sets us apart is how we deal with it. And I've got you covered. Enjoy your journey. You are worth it. Visit SusanDenae.com. That's D-E-N-E-E dot com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am the creator of the Transformation Network, doing what we do in the world of positive radio, informed, educated, positive media. Independent radio hosts and independent networks have been the face of positive messaging over the past decade. So all of us here have decided we're going to put together an independent network that is going to enable people to bring their positive message of hope, inspiration, and conscious action to the forefront. Help us create a future of amazing, uplifting stories that can be told so we can tell our children and they can tell their children of what hope and conscious action is all about. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. Wow. Gina, we're back, right? We are. We're back. Um, (laughs) Look, let's remind people a little bit about some of the things you do, how they can subscribe, what they'll get. Let's talk about some of the coaching work. And then we're going to talk about this like earth school. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Again, you can get a hold of me (laughs) and my website at soulinspiredreflections.com. Feel free to shoot me an email through the contact. But if you go ahead and subscribe to... um, subscribe to the uh, website, you will receive a free teaching and guided meditation to clear your chakra system. And the way I work with clients are one-on-one as well in groups to create and build their foundations. And the, the, my whole focus is to 
support you become more in your body, in your power and in your soul. But what that requires is also to build a new foundation and how you relate to yourself and the world around you. So we, I bring in like ceremony, ritual, nature connection, and this can be done in person or even through Zoom. Surprising, some people don't realize like, yeah, we can do nature connection through Zoom. It, it can be really simple. And so I teach you and we work together and create your, um, your own teaching together. And I guide you through that process. Yeah. And, you know, part of this is all in, in the context of what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know when we're hitting the button on the survival mode, we know it, we may not want to face it, but we just know, we know we're not our happiest and we go through moments of it. I go through, I'm human. I go through it myself. You know, I have days where I ask myself, hmm, how do I feel about who I am in the world and, and, and what I'm doing in the world? How do I feel about that? How do I feel with my progress on that? And what's fascinating about it is it never entertained my mind when I went back to school. Now, clearly, I thought I'd be, you know, in and done in three years, and I would have been. But going back to school never entered my mind. I I never did anything but stay in the present. And I was able to work while I went back to school, commute to California. So what was it about that experience, which now that I look back, it was not like the easiest thing I've ever done. I mean, I'm not the greatest student. But what was it about that that felt like living, felt like thriving? And what is it that's showing up now for people that is getting in the way of that, Gina? What's showing up now for people, right? Because here we are now. We got this earth school going on. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Earth school. And I feel the more I remember that, like, hey, I'm here to learn lessons and use earth and earth works through me as well. Um, it For me, it becomes more fun and exciting. Uh, but I think you pose a really great question. Like, what is it about us or you when you're thriving in life or there's that excitement in living versus surviving? And I think that age component is really important at different stages in our life, right? So as we're, I'm going to bring it back into more of the sacral chakra a little bit, because we're talking about relationships. And one of these big aspects to this too, is how we relate to each other. And even in our romantic relationships and moving through this illusion of duality, right? Because that is a separateness. Um, But I've saw it down as I was preparing for today. I'm just like, oh, wow, in my 20s, I was more about the physical desire, right? We're, and many of us go through that. We're like, we want to explore our bodies. It feels good. But then there's other times as I've evolved, like say in my thirties and there's loss of a parent and things like that. And then it turned into this other, like feeding like emotions, right? I wanted to be cared for intended to, I didn't want to feel. Yeah the emotions. So what did I turn to? Sexual relations, because it feels good, right? But it's temporary, no different than emotional eating. But I bring this up because it's so important to recognize that our relationships and the way we interact with them, and it's not just sexual relationships. Now we're evolving on how we, how do we transcend that way of being and move into more of that unity within the self 
that self-reflection occurs, recognizing like I can live here and I can Mm -hmm. enjoy this person in such a vast way that I did when I was younger. It's just not being driven by a physical desire. It becomes this as yoga means unity, right? So it's the samadhi as it's referred this to this overcoming separateness. And so when we recognize that we're in a world of duality and polarities, we're becoming aware that, oh, wait, I've been operating separate from what I truly am and from life itself. So Mm -hmm. when you realize that people start to go into like, hey, I want to collaborate. I want to be in unity with people, right? I want to be in unity with myself. And that leads toward oneness, which we're all of life are a part of. Yeah. It's in the experiencing life with my whole being in those that study like Zen teachings, it's the whole being and how are you relating and associating to the world around you, nature around you? Yeah. And so it's really powerful. And haven't we been hungry for that? I mean, you know, we're kind of talking about this in the moment that we are now. And we're looking at this and duality and polarity and, you know, mm-hmm. recognizing where we are. And I, I think we've never been at a place really, at least in my lifetime, where there's been so much of light and dark. There's been so much of shadow mm-hmm. and light. There's mm-hmm. been so much of, you know, conversations about light or higher perspective mm-hmm. and not just in individuals, but how we are processing what's going on in the world around us. Um, I have a friend who is an attorney and and he's a pretty dang good one. Um, and so he is, you you know, he is the one that he doesn't go through a day without staying on top of what's going on with the January 6th hearings. And it's always interesting to me because I don't have the time to sit in front of him. So I will always get a little message or an update, you know, on how he sees his world. And I may not see my world that way. Um, I may see you know, something positive out of the whole thing. Yeah. This is what makes us human beings. But don't we have to recognize when we're in the light and when we're in the shadow? Because being in the shadow really too long, and you can be in the shadow too long, that is like a showstopper for me. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. The Being in that shadow. Well, there's purpose to that shadow in dark. And this is that piece where we're seeing these breakdowns we're being that shaken awake, right? Where those relationships and the way all of us have been programmed to operate, I'll say, um, is rising to the surface and recognizing like, we'll take it to the US, right? We're not united. We say United States. That's how we're described. United States, liberty, right? And we're working toward freedom, right? So I feel that's an important piece that as a country, we, it is also going through its own ascension, healing its wounds, emotions are at the surface, right? That woman, the body, that divine feminine energy could looks like and appears like it's being attacked, right? So all these shadow pieces coming up for us to look at, like, sparks these me too movements uh, black lives matter because deep down in my opinion or perspective our souls are like we want to heal we want to set ourselves free 
So if we stay in the shadow of our experiences and the emotional pieces and don't learn how to reconcile and find unity within and healing deeper within those deeper wounds or those wounds will limit anybody from being setting themselves free. Yeah. You know, this is one of these conversations that we have to remind ourselves what we're talking about and why we're talking about mm -hmm. it. And what we're talking about and why we're talking about it is asking the question, are we living or surviving? Um, a lot of people say, are you thriving or surviving? And, you know, sometimes when you say the word thriving, what that means for people, that is an expectation that a lot of people feel that there's unrealistic for them to get at. So mm -hmm. I love that we're talking about living or surviving. Because one of the things that we're going to talk about now, and I think we'll go ahead and skip the break because I want to make sure we get this in, mm -hmm. is that, you know, what is the relationship of truth, unearthing truth, uh, and what happens when we cast light on our shadows? Because this goes back to the earlier conversation we had at the beginning, right? Where mm -hmm. we were talking about, you have to realize where you are. Do you, do you even know if you're in that surviving mode? Do you be, and, and I'm not just talking, Gina, and I just want to be clear for people. I'm not just talking about the fact that you may be somebody that goes from job to job. You're working three or four jobs because I have a couple of friends. They are working three or four jobs. Mm -hmm. And actually they point to me. They're like, you like working all the time. And I have a couple of friends that see that as, man, she's like just surviving. And then I have other friends that look at it very differently. And so these things we're talking about, you got to figure out what the emotional feeling is. I mean, if you're feeling depressed, you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling dot, 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 that's going to be the parameter. But let's talk about this next part, which you address, you know, so great, beautifully. And that is truth and what truth can do. Because truth can set us free, can it sometimes, even though I don't always want to hear it. Absolutely. Being truthful with ourselves, number one, is the hardest thing to do. It is so hard because you're opening yourself up to your own vulnerability. But when you can look at yourself in the mirror and be at the truth and the get into your emotions, not be afraid of them and learn how your body's communicating to you. Because everything's to me now is energy. It's communicating to me. My body has a purpose. My experience of emotions has purpose. Um, because I am at this place where as I'm moving more into the soul and living from that soul space, I'm no longer identifying my way of being through that lens in such a tight way, right? But you brought up a good question. How do you know when you're surviving versus thriving or living? And you bring up this emotional piece, right? And I think the important thing is to ignore other people's opinions about your choices, one, right? Because mm -hmm. you just gave examples for yourself, like so-and-so says you're surviving, but you have a totally different thing. One, every time I talk to you, you're passionate about what you do. You're living your life from your heart and a higher calling. And that has nothing to do with how much money I have in the bank. When you're living, you're, you're in a anyone that's living and truly living from the heart and being truthful of their service, they're not holding on in judgment, but they're connected to something higher. They're, they're spiritually aware of themselves in some way, and their heart is open to life. And so they're grateful for everything around them. 
everything. So they're abundant and fulfilled, right? And what that looks like to a witch hall that lives in the mountains in Mexico and what that looks like to me is going to possibly be different, right? Yeah. And for yeah. you. However, I feel recognizing our language. Am I saying I need to do this? I have to do this. Yeah. Am I doing it for everybody else? Right? Coming back to that old construct of the corporate world. I got to be there nine to five. I got to do this. Oh, my boss, that all those, even those fears of like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get in trouble. And the truth is, no, no, you're not. You know why? Because the power is within you to decide like, what is the best thing for you and trusting your intuition on like, Hey, I can say, I got to leave because I have a doctor's appointment and that manager can say all they want. But the truth is nothing really harmful is going to happen to you. Yeah. Unless yeah. you go down that rabbit hole, right? If someone's going to threaten your job, there's plenty of other ones you can go do or create should it go down that way. However, how someone chooses to navigate those types of situations matter. But when you're in the truth of something, then it doesn't control you. And then you're not trying to control others. Yeah. Right. I think and one of the greatest things I learned, and I learned it from my stepmom, you know, my stepmom didn't have a high education. She did ultimately get her GED and then her real estate license mm -hmm. and then her broker's license and all of that. Uh, but when she married my dad, this was a woman that had no high school education. She had her children very, very young. But one mm. of the things she really taught all of us is that we have one freedom in the world and only one. And, and we got this drilled into us at a very young age, yeah. right? Before we could even understand it. She says, yeah, we have one freedom. You have the freedom to choose. Mm -hmm. And as kids, you don't quite get it, but then she would put it into play. Do you want to get your viola lesson? Or do you want to dot, dot, dot? And, you know, these are the things that when you grow up with that realization and you understand there's so much freedom in it, mm -hmm. then it's how do you make those decisions, right? Yes. And aren't, isn't that what you're talking about is we have that power. And the power of being truthful with ourselves and our situations. And you just brought up a good one. I mean, I've worked in corporate America and clearly the parameters for, you know, crazy town don't exist there where I work. But when I went to work for a firm um, and people look at me as a manager and they say, she's tough. She can be tough. Some I have some very high standards, right? But at the same time, my boss, when I worked for consulting firms, this guy would pound his fist on the table. He, he was scared. I mean, he scared a lot of people. Now I grew up in New York, so I'm used to people pounding their fist on the table, but this guy would come in and he would just beat the table. Like yeah. if he didn't like a temper tantrum and a lot of people had to leave. So, but you see, we don't think we have that choice, Gina. And that's what I really want you to talk about now, because you see wisdom knowledge, mm -hmm. decisions. You know, I had a situation at the office where something happened to one of my staff and my pit bull came out. I'm like, you got to send me the video footage. What are you saying? What do you, no, no, no. And, and you know, it's, it's like, 
we need to see the video footage. The police need to see the video footage. And by the way, how about the other cameras? Are you telling me they're not working? And so right. there's a part of that where that kicks in for me, right? Yeah. But what is the truth about ourselves? See, I know I have to work on being a better person every day. I know it. But I also know what's in my heart. How do we get people to really look at the power of being truthful to themselves or with themselves better? Yeah, that's a, a really great question. How do we get people to look at the truth of themselves better? And just, I'm sensitive more to the linguistics now than ever. And I know we've talked about that in the past. <laughs> but I want to I wanna get... say Take a 12-step program. That'll help yeah. y'all. That, that will right. help y'all out. <laughs> to get someone. First of all, I can never change anyone else's behavior. Oh right? my gosh, no. But what I can do is recognize something and being like, okay, how am I going to respond to this situation? Right? Like, I'll give you an example. When I um, had it on my calendar to go to a family wedding, and this is when I worked in law enforcement. And a lot of things have to do with staffing and all sorts of office stuff, right? And because the nature of the work is 24-7, it people put in a lot of their life there in overtime and certain expectations are placed on you, like you are the job, right? Which is funny because it also be like, well, be mindful of your well-being. But <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're not the job. <laughs> so something happened with a staffing and they were trying to mandatory me in for <laughs> overtime. And I said, no. And this kind of comes back to the power piece and choice because it also has to do with your self-esteem and relationship to also authority in a way. Right. And I'm not saying to, to um, create fights or anything and, and, um, go against authority per se, but when you are in your power and you are, you know, internally and in your heart that you're like, no, I'm not, I told them, no, I'm not coming in. I'm not missing this wedding. You guys will find <laughs> something else. It was already prearranged. And the manager at the time was like, well, it's a direct order. And I just sit there and I'm like, yeah, I hear you. I understand that. And I didn't get emotional. This is where I was really stepping into working with the activations and the flames at this time too. And being in my will, that power center, the blue flame, which we kind of touched on last time. Um, and I just didn't get emotional I could feel myself rearing up and being like, hmm, because there are times when you got to bring in the bulldog, you know, but it's still the way you do, one does it. And, um, and she was leaning over that table, trying to exert that power over me to get me mm -hmm. to change yeah. my mind. And I just said, you can do whatever you need to do on your end. If you mean, if that means you have to write me up or I'll, go ahead, I am willing to take the consequences of saying no to you. Yeah, I agree with this. I like this because, you know, if you heard me just describe what happened, that is not the way the text messaging went. You know, the text messaging was, look, we had an incident here 
And there was a camera right out there. We need the video footage. But what I discovered around that was that we, and by the way, we did get the footage for that camera. Um, However, what it opened up was a new line of questioning. And whenever you start to really seek the truth and then you find it, Mm -hmm. other people may get into flight mode. Other people, yeah, because then you ask the next question, right? What is the consequence of this? Like, what was the consequence of that? Um, I too had a similar situation, but with the camera situation, I'm like, what? You got like fake cameras, like where, like in the back, like where it's dark. And when you kind of shine a light on that, watch how many email returns you don't get. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's bringing those truths to the surface. Right. Yeah. And here, like in the this example I'm sharing was that she was trying to get me to change my behavior, my choice to, because that's that exertion of will over another person. Yeah. And I got to a place of my own self-esteem moving away from fear, right? Because oftentimes we have, we fear our managers. We fear people that are in a title of authority or they have certain um, duties, I'll say, right. You know, um, but that's just a role. That's just a role. Yeah. So I stayed in it and said, no, do whatever you need to do on your end. I'm going and it all worked out and nothing ever happened. But this is really, this brings us back as we tie it all back right to the show Mm -hmm. is if we don't do something like that, then we enter the realm of surviving and surviving has that energy. Surviving yeah. is that thing that really tells us we have no power, that we are victims of a circumstance or a world. And, you know, to bring this back to what you said before, you know, understanding this or learning it, when we step into living, we understand we have the power of our choice. Now, Absolutely. we may not be able to change the outcome or the behavior but we can choose. Gina, thank you for today. Yeah. I'd love to know your personal message, what you'd like to leave us with. And again, <laughs> let people know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, um, I will. I want to also share a quote before my message from Rumi, because it, it always is so touchy. And the task is not to seek love, but to find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And I feel this is kind of also what we're talking about here. But my sentiment today is... The veils of illusion may provide you with a temporary comfort and sense of safety, but it's the truth and knowing and becoming what you truly are that will set you free. Thank you for listening to Soul Inspired Reflections, Ascension, a humble awakening of the heart with me, your host, Gina Lobito. Join me again every second Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to continue to activate the spirit within you and trust your inner guidance. Learn about what it means to embody and how you can exist in transcendent service to ascension of life, the planet, and the universe. For more information, go to soulinspired.org. That's soul-inspired.org.